0: This live performance may have adult or explicit language. Be aware.
1: Welcome to this live edition of The Comical Heathen. This is your host, Dr. Jerry Jaffe. I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now. It's part of a book I'm writing on satire. And as I've started doing the... Live shows that I've been doing in Cleveland and Columbus and so on. One of the things I've been doing is doing a question and answer period, and so I thought I would bring some of that to the podcast to help me do that. I have a co-host, my very good friend, actor and comedian, Gaz Simmons.
0: Hello, how are we doing? Thanks for inviting me in here. This is awesome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Yeah,
0: it's uh, you know, weird times. Obviously, we're in uh, we're in quarantine. I have not left my house for the last four days. So. Uh, Pretty much you can get me to do anything at this point. Uh, It was cheap to book you. I noticed that.
1: It was was cheap to book you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, Gaz, what time you can come in? Uh, I don't know. From now till about any time after this. (laughs) I'll be there.
1: Um, Today is uh, March 22nd. We're basically a week into the full-scale coronavirus semi-lockdown. Yeah. For comedians uh, who are lowest on the totem pole. It's a hard situation.
0: Yeah, ours is Everyone. like one of the first jobs they cut pretty much. They're like, yeah. they're like let's start with comedians. They're not worth anything. Let's just get rid of their job immediately.
1: Yep, yeah, and about every other comedian I know has made the joke, I don't draw 10 people anyway, so I should be able to <laughs> have my
0: <laughs> yeah, you should be able to yeah. do just fine.
1: I do know uh, some full-on professional comedians have lost many gigs, thousands of dollars. Well, in this time of the coronavirus of social distancing, Everybody should listen to more podcasts.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the only this is the next best thing until they uh, make this illegal. But uh, yeah, all true. my other jobs have fell through. Whether huh. it's stand-up comedian or I have like two other side jobs, and both of those are also they're actually not even actually comedians. The side job, the other two are actual real jobs. <laughs> right, and those they've said I can't do that anymore. So now I'm you know this is all I got left is podcasts. This is what we're doing.
1: Yep. There is a donate button on the homepage of my um, Gold Star Classroom podcast. Oh. If anybody wants to make a donation. It's on,
0: so it'll be on this this particular link right here if you're watching it.
1: If you're listening right now, it's not on the link you're listening to, oh. but it's
0: online somewhere. So what we're doing is they have the opportunity to give us money, but what we're doing for them is making it more difficult. Oh, much <laughs> more difficult. Because we Compl- could have just had a link right on here saying, hey, donate to these two guys now if they would like to do it the first they'd have to say sure i'd like to donate and then if they'd like to do they have to go through a how to do it <laughs> right. oh, okay. would
1: you like to hear something uh, yeah, equally thinking.
0: ridiculous yeah can it it's, be more ridiculous yes. than that
1: you can make a donation to this podcast during a live stream mm-hmm. directly through our hosting platform which is podbean okay which i'm a big fan of podbean that's what we're right. using today that's yes. our platform our platform is podbean you can donate make donations to podcasts, doing live streams directly through Podbean. So a listener could make a donation, but they have to be like a member of Podbean because you got to have like Podbean bucks. Oh, you can't just like donate like money directly. Gotcha. You have to like obtain these
0: Podbean virtual currency. I guess anything we could do to make it more difficult for the listener. Of course that sounds excellent
1: you could also swim to china get some <laughs> chinese money yeah. swim back and then <laughs> throw it simpler. in my
0: general direction yeah, that sounds simple the wind will do the
1: rest <laughs> <laughs> all um, right Yes. yeah so in the live shows uh we have a question and answer period and people write down questions gotcha. and i have a host to the live shows so this is people. the uh
0: the comical heathen you're talking about
1: comical heathen live on tour okay of which we've done three shows and now the next two have been canceled because of the coronavirus, Right, which I support. We have to be health conscious. We
0: support the coronavirus or the quarantine the, of the, court.
1: the The social distancing. Uh, you should support any local businesses that are still open, restaurants that have takeout. Yeah, My uh, local comedy show, which Gaz has appeared on numerous times over the years, Eastside Comedy at Toth's Place. Uh, we love Mike Toth and Toth's Place and Thank Toth 2. And uh, if they do any food service, you should try to support them. Toast, too, especially, is having limited takeout food service. So. Oh,
0: excellent. Excellent. they got good wings there. I've had them. Yes. <laughs> Hot dogs. Excellent. Uh, Very so you're in the
1: Mentor area, watch out for any uh, and any other local businesses or restaurants. So Gaz is going to be asking me these questions, and then we'll just talk about whatever comes up as we
0: uh, yes. go through them. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm not sure people know, uh, when they're listening to this, do they know the premise of the comical heathen? That is
1: a great question. Um as of now, the average episode of the other podcasts get approximately 15 listens. Okay. So I'm assuming there could be up to 15 people.
0: 15 or if they're yeah combination, maybe 30.
1: Yes. So there's between one and 30 people wow. besides ourselves. Man, that's not a lot. So The Comical Heathen, it started as a book I'm writing. And I'm working on that book. Gotcha. But while I started working on this book. Like
0: a classic artist, you've probably been working on this book for what? Six years?
1: Yes, that's actually a good estimate, six (laughs) years.
0: All right, so you're really diligent, got it. You got that right.
1: (laughs) As soon as I finish Luigi's Mansion 3, I'll be taking on the next chapter. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, But since I move in comedy circles, I thought I'll interview some comedians and get like the view from the trenches. Sure. And then when I started doing that, that was kind of interesting. So I started recording the interviews And that became the premise of the podcast. Okay. Then when I started doing the podcast, I wanted to add, you know, a little more uh, comedic elements. So every podcast episode, I find a news story where religion is being discussed. And then I just kind of rant about it. So it could be creationism in Florida. It could be comments made about health or power of prayer. Um, It's-
0: So so you're-
1: and, And then I rant about it and each- episode
0: so the concept of it is you are this is all religious based it's
1: of religion and pseudoscience as okay. we say,
0: right like holistic medicine and and I'm assuming you have some sort of stance religion. going into this right so you're uh, I mean did you have a belief that are you are you uh, part of a faith or no
1: uh, I'm not my um, father's Jewish and okay. I was raised vaguely Jewish
0: vaguely yes Jewish. So, I mean it's like you lit half the candles or
1: well, I did light half the candles, but I lit them from ages one to twelve.
0: You're lighting all of them yes. at that point. And okay. And
1: subsequently, I stopped lighting them. Right. Which my family stopped going to synagogue when I was about twelve. Okay. So you
0: didn't make a decision. Your family just got lazy with their faith. Is that what happened? It
1: was actually uh, a little more than that. What happened was when it was time to do my bar mitzvah as a young Jewish lad might do. Which is
0: the best part of being Jewish, isn't it? Like you, right. have, the, you have like uh, DJs and everything. Like they yeah. give this whole party. Yeah. That's all I've ever heard of is a bar mitzvah.
1: And it's all about you. Like exactly you're the star right. for a day. Yeah,
0: Like I would love to have those.
1: Well, I didn't have one. No. Because what I, to do that ceremony, the religious part of it, mm-hmm. you have to speak Hebrew to do like the prayers. Yeah. Okay. And so you have to take Hebrew lessons.
0: Sounds like fair exchange. And it
1: takes about a year of Hebrew lessons. And you typically have to pay for them.
0: Because oh. you have like a teacher, right? So at that time, I mean, the payoff at the end, though, at those parties, I mean, you get a lot of money for those.
1: You can do if your yeah. fan- depends on it's your like family, an investment. but investment though it may be for some, it was not in our family budget for me to take those Hebrew lessons. Okay. And the rabbi at the synagogue that we were attending at the time was not willing to let me take the Hebrew lessons unless they were paid for.
0: Right.
1: It's not a very charitable attitude.
0: No, no, it's not at all. So, I mean, it's supposed to be a religion. I thought. And I didn't think it was just going to charge you for everything like that,
1: right? So my Catholics, um, father you know. stopped going to synagogue. Um, my grandfather stopped going to synagogue, and his brother switched to a different synagogue. So it actually caused like a whole schism in yeah, the Jaffe family. family in our family local. Riff. Yeah, with the local Jewish community in a way,
0: they're all pissed about the Jaffees.
1: I don't think anyone's pissed about it. It was not yeah. that it was not that deep of a thing, but not. it. Uh, There was an Exodus. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's
0: good. Thank you. Book from the Bible. Don't try that at home, folks.
1: (laughs) Um, And then from that time, there was not really any particular religion in our house. Okay. My mother was Southern Baptist, but she also, like, I never once in her adult life saw her go to church.
0: Well, because she's from the South, they don't even have Southern Baptist churches around here. That'd be quite. They do have Baptist quite a commute every day.
1: Yes, but at any rate, so we're. I would say both my parents are believers. But they were not particularly religious in terms of organized religion or going to church or that kind of thing. Right. And so, circle back around to nowadays. I would say that I'm what I am is pro science and pro evidence. No, I'm no. not actually hostile. Those are tricky things. I'm not actually hostile in a way like I'm not an angry atheist. People should you know, life is hard enough as it is. There's a lot of
0: those. There, there There's are some. A lot of angry atheists.
1: There are some. Yeah,
0: I myself, I'm uh, an atheist at this point in my life. But, like yourself, was brought up with religion. Like, my family is very religious. My mother is still very religious. Right. Um, So, uh, I am not very angry about people doing whatever religion they want to do. Right. Uh, Mainly, I am just a covert atheist. Right. So, if you ask me about it, you'll find out an answer. However, if you want to tell me about your religion, I'm not like, what? That's a bunch of horse crap.
1: I think that what you're describing is the way most atheists are, actually. Yeah. Most atheists are not marching on Washington. The thing that happens in, in my case um, is two things. One is I um, I don't bring up, like you just said, I don't bring up religion most of the time in my social circles, someone yeah. else brings it up first.
0: But also- You bring it up. Usually that's the that's the person that's ready to argue. Right. The person bringing it up.
1: Um, but sometimes uh, in our American and Western culture, there's politicians who bring it up. Yeah. So I think that it's not like I'm not mad at Mike Pence because he pretends to be so religious.
0: No, he's not pretending. He's super religious.
1: Well, that's too. I don't know what's inside people's hearts. So yeah, I do. I
0: can only see their performances. I can see directly into them, so I know if it's
1: there was it's a, honest. There was a survey of of Congress senators and representatives in the early 2000s. Yeah, where they were anonymously asked if they believed in God, and uh, in an anonymous a survey, probably
0: 100 percent all. Jesus Believers.
1: One third of them said they were atheists.
0: One third.
1: But when asked to put their name on whether or not they would come out as an atheist. Yeah. Only one.
0: That's political suicide. No one does that.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So therefore, (laughs) there might be some very sincere religious people, but there might also be some posers. Mm. All right. Well, and then the point is, I don't even care if they're posers. I care about their policy.
0: Right. Those are things. That's a smart thing to
1: So now when someone's religion has become intertwined with their policy, then that's where if you want to debate them, they're forcing you to
0: to listen to it.
1: You remember John Casey? I do. He was the previous governor, and um, he set up a program for community mentors where you could become an official mentor through the state. Wow. But in order to, which sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah, I would like to be a mentor.
1: Did you know that in his program to become a community mentor, you had to get at least one reference from a religious leader from your community?
0: No, I didn't know that. See, that's what well, I that mean. That seems biased.
1: That's what I mean about when yeah. public policy becomes
0: right. intertwined with their religion. Sure. So. Well, maybe you could have gotten, well, I guess atheists would be anti-religion, but imagine yeah, they have some sort of. there's probably a way to disputed or circumvented,
1: but that it even exists. Like, why should I have to circumvent it? Especially when there's supposed to be a separation of church and state. I, I'm not angry at any family member, friend or politician because they're religious. I can ignore them 99% of the time. Yeah. But when it becomes intertwined with their policy, then you have to debate them and their, their religion is intertwined. Right. So that is where the debate comes in. Sure. Not in uh, some kind of a, I don't know uh, out of control yelling match
0: yeah well i mean i agree with you it shouldn't be part of a policy right. so on that i think we totally agree
1: um now let's do so, some of these yeah. questions
0: okay so in a case uh throughout the I, course like, of your uh yeah. comical heathen which i've been to by the way so for the audience i have actually gone to one of your was it your first show you went to the inaugural original first yeah, show. Yeah, it's great. So when this Thank is like you. super big time and I'm like, oh man, I remember I was there for the first one. It's getting better every time. I make changes. I edit. I polish. Write new jokes. Okay. So in any case, here's some questions that either came up through uh, your Facebook that you put up or they were given to you at one of your shows. Correct. Okay. I'm just going to randomly grab one. Here was Here's one from uh, Jeremy and he was at the first show in Cleveland, which I was at the mm. first show. I know we're both Jewish. How do you relate to your family as an atheist? That's a pretty good question.
1: Right. So one thing that um, uh, Jewish uh, Jewishness has is a culture. So kind of like a could, person could celebrate Christmas without being a Christian. Yeah, I do that. Our Catholic can do go to mass year. without being religious, but they do it yeah for their family, or they do it out of tradition, right. but they might not automatically be super religious. Right. So, Jewish uh, families and culture have a lot of room for that. So, you can... a lot of people bail out? No, it's kind of the opposite. It's it's hard to bail out because okay. it's a culture. It has been commented that Christianity is the easiest religion to leave. Really? Yeah. Um, in, in, in Jewish culture, it's easy to stop believing. You can, There are many Jewish atheists, I'm sure. Sure. But being an atheist doesn't stop you from being Jewish. Right. You can still go to passover and have hanukkah and go to synagogue and wear a yarmulke at and
0: they don't the get mad at you there
1: um they do not get mad at you uh while you're participating in cultural activities okay because when you're doing a cultural activity no one is really like
0: killing calves
1: right that's part of yeah. it yeah right? killing so if ones. you're light, lighting candles for hanukkah now i don't do any of these in my own household Right. I have not done a Hanukkah.
0: So you don't have one of those? Menorals. candles. Nope. I do not have a menorah okay.
1: in my household. If one appeared or someone a gave dreidel. me one as
0: a gift. you guys spend dreidels at your home? I own? do not have a dreidel No dreidels. That's the only reason. That's mainly the reason why I wanted to be Jewish, is for a we dreidel. From the yeah. South Park song, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Absolutely. I'm sure that's a song outside of, uh, outside of I, South Park. I can neither confirm nor deny mm. that. But I do love it. The dance scenes. Excellent.
1: Now, I would also just say one other thing, which just came up. Uh, Jeremy asked this question at the show. I remember it. And one of the things we talked about at the show was, like you said, you you just said, and they don't mind. It is kind of more their problem than it is mine. Sure. Like my relatives and family have to decide how much they care whether or not I'm particularly religious. Now, again, I, I'm not going around being rude. I don't tell people not to do their holidays or yeah. There's a Jewish holiday where you go and visit the graves of your ancestors all day and do prayers. I've done That's, that with my that father. That's
0: like a blast. It is a very. <laughs> that sounds like a really good time. It is. Hanging out where a bunch of dead people and are. My father
1: just, has asked me to do that with him and yeah. I've yeah. gone
0: along with him. Okay.
1: How'd that go? Well, I was there to support him. All so right. it went fine.
0: You got to bring cocktails with this? I mean, mm-hmm. how's that? You
1: don't because there's a lot of driving involved Oh, because okay. you got to go to several different, depending on where your family has been laid
0: to. We got to go to all of theirs. Okay, so they're not all grouped in the same cemetery.
1: In my family, it's not because we're starting with my father's grandparents. Is it
0: called the cemetery? It is. There, there's no Jewish name for it. There might be a Yiddish
1: word. I don't know what it is. Okay. If anyone knows the Yiddish word for cemetery. Yeah, feel free to call Hebrew. in.
0: Yeah, feel free. Yeah, Or donate. Text. Yeah. yeah. If you
1: can find our donate button.
0: on <laughs> yeah. the website so of my other podcast. Probably right next to the call button is the donate <laughs> button. <laughs> so it? I have a similar to yourself when I became an atheist. My entire family is mm-hmm. not happy about it. Okay. Um. Even like brothers and sisters, they have still, they, they don't believe a lot of things. Mm-hmm. However, they can't commit. To being an atheist, either right. still well, I don't know. What if there's something? And they, which I feel like a lot of people do. Sure, they can't commit to being an atheist because they they want to keep in their mind. Right. They're like, well, oh. that's why they throw around the word agnostic a lot of times. Right. Like an agnostic is the word people use when they're afraid to say that they're. I agree. An atheist. Um,
1: I think the uh, like a in the past the word agnostic meant atheist.
0: You think so? No, I know so. Oh, okay.
1: Well, that, sorry, so, that's okay, Jackson. yes. I'm the world's most highly educated right. standard. Are no, you No, so you do affirmative.
0: not. <laughs> but what
1: I wanted to say is if someone asks you the question, Do you believe in God directly, friend, right. family, whatever? Sure, and your answer is, Well, I'm not sure. That's no, like let's right. face it, <laughs>
0: right? You're afraid to say no, yes. Like, you're like, I don't know, I've made it to 30, however old you are, going to all these things, and you're it's hard to say, I don't believe any of that anymore.
1: Now, Richard Dawkins. Who is a more controversial figure in yes. super he, smart. smart, super smart and super like bulldoggy, on being an atheist, like outspoken okay. But in his book, The God Delusion, he does make the point, which I think is a good point on this question, that it's unfortunate that we only have like two words, like you believe in God or you don't. Because it's really more of a range where people have different feelings. Right. And during the course of a person's life, their feelings can change. Yeah. So it's actually an interesting way to think about it. Instead of staying like as a black and white question, think of it as more of you know,
0: more of a, a lifelong area. spiritual journey. gray area journey type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. My son tries says he's atheist, and then we're moving on. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I won't let him say that he's atheist. Uh, okay. Because I felt like his decision to be atheist was more so he didn't want to go to church with his grandmother. Okay. And he's like, Dad, I don't believe in anyway. I was like, Ah, uh,
1: so, I, I don't okay. think
0: you've. Research is enough to make an actual decision. You just don't want to get up in the morning, which I get. Yeah. However, you're still going.
1: That's a Homer atheist.
0: Yeah. There's the episode (laughs) of the
1: Simpsons where Homer (laughs) became an atheist just so he wouldn't have to go to church.
0: Yeah. Okay. That is 100% (laughs) that. I never saw that episode, but that's exactly what I decided my child is. Classic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, anyone at home who has not seen that episode should stop listening to us immediately
0: <laughs> and go and watch the Simpsons. I'm going to go home and watch it because I've just described most of the people that are uh, <laughs> agnostic or atheists. They're just too lazy to go anymore. All right. So here's another question. This one here is from Marty on Facebook. How many bunnies do you have? It's a weird question for the religious show. but Thank you, Marty. It is
1: a weird question, Gaz. But the reason it's not a weird question is because in the podcast, my uh, rabbits are my mascots.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: on every episode of the podcast, I talk about them. And then also in a lot of the artwork for the show is uh, the rabbits are featured.
0: Like if here's a copy of the comical heathen logo. Oh, I'm looking right at it right now for the uh, radio listening yep. podcast audience. I'm
1: well, the link actually, if you follow the link to get to us. He's not lying.
0: There are two bunnies.
1: There's a third one. That third one off right that now. has been
0: cut off. which just seems.
1: In the, in the yes. proper logo, the, the all three bunnies are there. That was just okay. like a photocopy thing.
0: Right on. But yeah.
1: So we have two rabbits. They're called Kelvin with an L and yeah. Newton. Both famous scientists you might know. Notice.
0: Uh, they are. Now, I thought you had another one. Roger Bacon. I thought you had that guy.
1: We had, We used to have a rabbit called Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yes. Sadly passed Bacon. Away.
0: Oh, sorry to bring that up. That's okay. Roger Bacon is a school in Cincinnati, which my... <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see, I confused uh-huh. it. It was a school that my uh, mm. college roommate went. So shout out to Roger Bacon down there in Cincinnati.
1: Kevin Bacon is, was named after Roger on American Dad. Wow. Full circle there. Because there's an episode of American Dad where Roger goes around in disguise as Kevin Bacon. Oh, all right. Which my daughter thought was the funniest thing she ever saw. To be disguised as Kevin Bacon? And so named our rabbit Kevin Bacon uh, without was- any reference to the actor. Like only because Roger did it. <laughs> I like that.
0: Because I assumed that it had something to do with kevin bacon That's correct you that is the correct assumption <laughs> right. huh. so two bunnies one passed away which i sadly just brought up yep. hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully your wife's not at home live, live or reliving correct. this story that'd be horrible okay all right here is a one this one's coming from steven yep. from columbus Stephen, all the way from columbus uh is the force a religion now, i've heard this before because people will write down the force i think on like uh, some political stuff that you could write down, of right? Course. So yeah, Can so you vote, Can you write that down on something you vote. I don't know.
1: No, there in the early two thousands, there was a almost like a early internet phenomenon where around the world, people started listing their religion as Jedi.
0: Okay, right.
1: and in recent sounds years, feasible. In recent years, when the U.S. has done a census, we have not had a religion question. Um, But other countries have a religion question they do, and so and for example I lived in New Zealand for six years and while I was living in New Zealand they did a census so I saw this happen in real time where suddenly like Thousands of people put Jedi down as their religion
0: And that's where it started to make a dent.
1: Yeah, it was happening in other countries as well But that's where I first noticed it and the question is, most of those people, that's not really their religion. Yeah, it's like just, a joke.
0: Yeah, they're trying to be funny,
1: right? And poorly but,
0: landed joke, by the way.
1: But it was also meant to be a, um, you know, a protest vote. Like, why are you even asking us about religion? That shouldn't right. be on a census form or a government form type of question. Yeah. Um, other countries have had it happen. Uh, famously, it happened in Australia for a couple of their census. and Australia actually has the highest per capita ratio of people who claim Jedi as their religion
0: and what is do we do you have that number it's over one percent it's over one percent it's like one point something something percent okay sounds like a lot of people
1: yeah in new zealand it was around one percent and um the government you know you said like it was a poorly landed joke yeah the government found a very official way to say what you just said which they start they marked everyone who put jedi as their religion as um Answer acknowledged, but not counted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Non-compliant a-holes is what yeah. they are.
1: And another group of people who complained were actual atheists because they would prefer that people just put down atheist, because they want to have an accurate count of what...
0: And they they didn't have a spot on there saying for atheists?
1: Yeah, you could. Oh. So... Why would they
0: be mad? No,
1: no. The, the survey allowed you to pick it. But the fact that so many people put Jedi—oh,
0: they were pissed about the Jedi.
1: Yeah, about the Jedi, because they—because
0: those they, people probably would have put atheists. Correct. <laughs>
1: right. So the atheists got undercounted. Yeah, which
0: is—they're like the Ross Perot vote. Correct. You know, yeah, yeah. screwing up the system.
1: Right. Um, so this is a funny phenomenon that it's happened in other countries, but Australia and New Zealand were the two countries that had like the most. Yeah, and so it they, hasn't happened I'll in tell the the Atheists, man—they yeah.
0: are sensitive.
1: Well, most are not, but um, you know, in um, we're in my we're locked away in a bunker underneath my office in an undisclosed location. But near me is some of my paperwork from work, and um, I just had I bet you if I could dig through these papers I could find. Just
0: so you know, that shuffling that you hear in the background that is not that's actual shuffling going on. We don't. (laughs)
1: That's not a special effect. Yeah, we're not
0: high tech enough to where we have. So if you hear the noise, that's a real thing.
1: We can't afford special effects actually. (laughs) So pew you guys aren't and not the, the donate
0: button. That's the problem. I know. If you hit the donate button, i stop shuffling <laughs> these papers. Something more. Yeah, something more productive.
1: So the number of people who list themselves as none. So that's a choice you can pick, like none of the above. Yeah,
0: not none as in N-U-N.
1: No. It's okay to date nuns. You just don't want to get into the habit. Yeah. Oh, there you go, people. <laughs> oh, you that's my that. Vegas material. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, P.S. I have never performed comedy in Vegas. But, yeah. were I but ever... if you get there. That joke will be my opener. Oh, I love it. Well, I was going to say is the number of people who've picked none, so that could be atheists, agnostics, or just people who are opting out of the religion mm-hmm. survey questions, yeah. has doubled, and it's approximately fourteen percent.
0: Fourteen percent, and I the, was that's the United States. None.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty high. Is bracket. that high? Well, depends how you want to look at it. If you want to say like eighty plus percent are religious, that seems like a lot of religious
0: people. Yeah, but I feel like that's always been.
1: That's I... probably also overreported because there's probably people in that group like your brothers and who are more agnostic yeah. but if right. they're
0: forced to pick if you're forced to pick they're putting hey just to be sure correct just to be sure bet they're putting it on there is yes. a god out there so yeah um
1: but there is definitely a statistical increase in the number of atheists in the united states it's about doubled over a 10-year period gotcha
0: i would like to see uh as that continues
1: because mm-hmm.
0: i feel like a lot of like charitable right. uh, events whether it be uh, you know everyone will hate the salvation army but ultimately they are a Mm-hmm. They're doing charitable things out there, right. right? I wonder uh, as the census goes higher with atheists, if they start to take more control of some of those donating social services
1: they, th- that is happening already too. is it I that I don't have statistics for, but I assure you there are like organizations that right. like Doctors without
0: Borders, right American Donate, Cancer Doctors social. Without Borders, that's an atheist program.
1: Well, secular. Okay. They're not a religious program. Right. So UNICEF is a religious program. So okay. Russian Army is a religious program. Correct. And some of those programs do good work. Sure. So I'm just saying, like to your question, there are non-religious charitable organizations. Right. Is like there? the American Cancer Society is not a religious organization, but they do a lot of charitable work and fundraising. Oh, all right. So
0: Yeah, we should promote that one. Yeah, well, I just Man. did. Oh. Please good. donate to the
1: American Cancer Society.
0: Yeah Society. And got a little extra change. You yeah, donate to this yeah, program. Find the donate button. Right. All right. Christine. Christine asks, and it doesn't say where she's from. Can that I... was from the first Cleveland show, actually. Oh, okay. Right. a friend of ours. Ah, Christine, thank you. Uh, can I tie you to a spitting board and throw knives at you? That sounds sexual.
1: Uh, I want to say I asked my wife, and she said I'm
0: not allowed to do that anymore. Not allowed anymore to Anymore, do that. yeah. Oh. Okay. So sorry, Christine. Is it because you had an accent? I mean, what what or it became that it was clearly too sexual and she it was, didn't like you out there. It was being.
1: turning into a uh addiction adjacent. Right. So we had to cut it off completely. Yep.
0: Yeah. I can see how that can happen. Sure. Um yeah. I had a question. Uh and it was more of a not so much a criticism, uh, but in your particular act when I was there, there was a there was a moment in which mm-hmm. you started talking about uh, how people or how religions will explain away bad things happening to people right right and the way that they did that is uh, bad things are happening to you there is some sort of sin that is correlated with that particular thing and then this is the reason why bad things are happening it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, directly related to that sin but it just means hey you're out there sinning right and guess what god has figured out a way to punish you right right? and then the one that you tied it to which was a pretty big one right uh, sit down people yeah
1: Goggles and helmets. And yeah.
0: Stuff. So was uh, children getting getting cancer? Obviously, that's horrible. right? right.
1: Indeed. We all agree. <laughs> right. So it was, if you don't so agree that's <laughs> horrible, please stop listening. Yeah. We don't you know want what? to in our yeah.
0: audience. And coronavirus is really not bothering you. If, yeah. uh, if you don't find that horrible. Right. So in any case, I understood what you were trying to do. And you're trying to create some sort of levity to the situation. You're like, hey, uh, what could the children done that was that bad? That right. cancer is the answer for that. Right um and what i found (laughs) it is it was extremely difficult to make it funny like you know hey and as someone that does comedy i'm pulling for you i'm like okay all right let's see him turn this one around into something funny Mm -hmm. right now as funny as you try to make it all ultimately all you're hearing is children have cancer right right so tell me about what was your game what's your game plan there
1: so i um first of all i want to let everyone know I'm not about to do a bit, so I'm not about to go into the routine. <laughs> uh, but I uh, will first. I want to report that at the Columbus show, which was the first show I did like outside of Cleveland, yeah. And I had friends there, but at least half the audience was just people who showed up. So thank you for coming, Columbus. Thank you. Uh, and the show went well. I'll give myself a B, and I'm going to turn it into an A. But show went well. Okay. I got to that bit. Yeah. I said that line. Yeah. A chill fell over the room. Yeah. I mean, it turned into like a pin drop. One. Right. I believe it. So <laughs> just to give the context a little bit. I'm talking about creationism. And then there's a portion of talking about creationism where I talk about schools in Florida that are charter schools that are religious. And a a survey was done, an expose by some Florida newspapers showing uh, how much money was being spent, which was over a billion dollars on religious charter schools. And that some, not all, but some of those schools were using creationism as, and, and other well I say religious ideas as the basis of their curriculum. Okay. But focusing on creationism. Okay. In that context Creation and be
0: being uh the people
1: s- who don't believe in evolution.
0: They don't believe in evolution. And they're saying that God and the, just and throwing everything. some science words in there, I'm sure, when they do it. Yes. But they're creating these yes. things.
1: So okay. I have a whole like page of my script where I'm finding things that they've said in their textbooks. Yeah. And then I mock them. Okay. Okay. And some of some say some of it is funny. Now, I get to this part, and I say that in their textbooks, uh, some of the textbooks they use say that God does indeed use illness to punish sinners. Right. And so then, within a sentence or two of that, I say, I wonder...
0: Like the coronavirus?
1: Right, exactly.
0: Okay. So Now we're getting up to date.
1: So they would say. So that is where I bring in. So I wonder how these um, people know which children with cancer are the ones who are being punished by God and which are the ones that just got sick. Right. And then in the, a line or two later, I say this, I do say this, I say, um, sorry, everyone, I'm just collecting my thoughts. there. pregnant pause, but that pause was impregnated by God. So it was a holy yeah, pregnancy. Uh, I say something like, immaculate. you know, who are these dickheads who are telling their children that their loving God gave them the sniffles? Right. Okay. I wanted to mention that because I intentionally in those two sentences went to the extremes.
0: Yeah, the sniffles
1: would be like the lowest possible thing you could yeah, say. But then
0: like People could probably laugh at that.
1: But I wanted to do both. And here's a, here's my thinking. Um, I'm not saying that it succeed. Maybe I need to rethink it. But I'll right. tell you at least my thinking behind it was that if I want to say a sentence that like, how are these dickheads going to be able to tell the difference between which kids which have fill in the blank because they were sinners and who just got sick? You could put any illness in there. You could could. say the sniffles. You could say a sore throat. You could say the measles. Right. And I just felt like if I don't say the most extreme thing that I can, it's letting them, it's letting them off the hook for their idea. I feel like the more extreme of an illness I mention, the more it shows how, what dicks they are. That's at least the goal there.
0: Gotcha. I see what you're saying. So you're trying to show. That obviously this is a horrible disease. I mean, that's part. Uh, Yes, absolutely. And you were trying to put the religious people on the spot on the spot saying, hey, explain this one to me. How can these children
1: do right now? I will say, especially when I saw how it landed in Columbus with this big chill with people who didn't know me. I think the Cleveland shows have been like 90 percent people who know me. Right. Which means I also get a benefit of the doubt from my you know, friends and
0: well-wishers. Right. Yeah, you get a minute.
1: This is like actual, like, I'm in the deep end of the pool now. <laughs> and this, like, chill fell over. And even I was surprised, I have to admit. Like, I wasn't expecting that big of a. Yeah. Now, that little rant ends with me saying they'll probably, God's probably going to punish them with an illness for being such dickheads. And they're going to get a rash on their junk that's going to be the shape of Florida. The audience laughs at all yeah. that. Yeah,
0: okay, they do laugh. So at, at that. the
1: end of the rant, I do, if you will, win them back. I just made air quotes. but yeah. so what I I think is, as I consider this moment, I think I've gotta lean into the fact that in this whole like one hour show, I can be serious sometimes. Like maybe that's not meant to be a funny bit. That right. is meant to be a oh wow, this is serious. There are serious implications to what we're talking about here. Right. Maybe I got to put my arms around the seriousness of it as opposed to going, oh, that didn't get a laugh. Maybe I need to rewrite it. Maybe I got to say, oh, that caused a chill. How can I turn that chill into a theatrical, meaningful part of the show?
0: Well, I think that's the think That's the concept Uh, that makes more sense to me. Right. Because when you're trying to be comedic. Right. And you are all of a sudden making that particular statement. The comedy's not going to happen
1: oh, like the minute before that by the way and i mean um the,
0: non-stop goofaws
1: yeah like the good because when most of the creationism stuff goes over well i've been working it for a couple of years there's a lot of jokes there's a lot of act outs mm-hmm. there's a lot of like pointing out the absurdity hey we are running out of time here gaz i'm gonna do one or two quick ones okay i, I do want to do this one but if there's
0: one that you wanted to do as well right, we'll get we'll get while i'm thinking about it uh we'll read this one uh it doesn't say who this one's from No, this is from The Columbus Show. Oh, Columbus Show. Okay. What is the worst justification for God's existence you've ever heard? So the worst reason (laughs) for God to be exist you've ever heard. Right. Pretty much the one that is the most consistent is lack of evidence is their proof Right. of why. I mean, because everyone always gives you that one. Like they'll take you up. Oh well, where did that start from? Oh well, where did that stuff from? And then when you don't have an answer, because I don't, nor do you, then they're like, "Aha! Think about it." Right. God.
1: So that's a common one. And um, as someone who teaches logic and philosophy classes at a college in Northeast Ohio, yeah, I um, there's all there's four or five what we call logical fallacies, common logical mistakes. Yeah. That I always try to teach my students and one of them is a phrase which is burden of proof. So if you're in a debate with someone about anything, of course
0: you want to have evidence. That's yeah. generally true. That's, have you ever uh, argued on Facebook? You don't need to <laughs> have Yeah, You just say whatever you want.
1: This is actually why I've stopped arguing on Facebook, but I know
0: exactly the <laughs> phenomenon you're talking about. You should do it. It's a lot of fun. I Anyone out there knows I love to do it.
1: But if two people, let's say you're in your coffee shop and you're talking to your friend, Yeah. And your friend says, I believe in ghosts. And then I say, oh, it's kind of absurd to me. And then now, right at that moment, who has the burden of proof and the burden of proof belongs to the person saying that
0: they believe in ghosts.
1: Well, who's saying the more extraordinary thing. Okay. Plainly, there's not easy
0: evidence that ghosts exist. However, if you're dealing with, let's say there's five people in that group, right? right? Four of those people just believe ghosts. right. You would be the most absurd person now. Socially,
1: (laughs) you would be the outcast, Yeah, but logically you would still be the person who has the right to ask for proof okay carl sagan used to say extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof
0: Ooh, it's very similar to the marvel quote Respond- <laughs> yeah.
1: extraordinary response spider-man you know yeah, yeah, of okay. so we can apply that to things that are less less controversial ghosts psychics a mm-hmm. uh, bigfoot
0: yeah all things that are real
1: but all things which could be real but yeah, if you are. want to prove them the burden of proof is on you, guys because they're extraordinary. Bigfoot,
0: I saw that video when he's walking in the background. So we got that. So within two seconds, I've already solved it. So
1: Bill Nye the Science Guy tells us that one grainy photograph is, is not is enough good evidence. Yeah. You know?
0: He doesn't sound like a real scientist then. So. Well, he's, well, he has science right in his name. So well,
1: you kind of have to take his word for it. Man. I don't have to. So similarly, you are right that sometimes when you're in a coffee shop conversation, Thanksgiving with your friends or family, yeah. you start to say, well, I just don't believe in God. They'll ask you, where's your proof? Yes, You actually don't need proof. Okay. They are, because they're making the more extraordinary claim. They're saying a supernatural being beyond our perception is guiding our life somehow Mm -hmm. that's an extraordinary claim so the burden of proof is on them now in the coffee shop conversation they of course will not accept that right so you could say well you know logically you're the one making the extraordinary claim you You. need evidence not me that is the logic of what's happening in that part of the conversation i do find too and this is kind of was in your little like a paraphrase of what someone might say is a little bit of creationism as well. Like, where did the world come from? Where did yeah. the universe I mean,
0: come that's from? the answer is anytime you get into someone, you're talking about where things come from. And, you in, mm-hmm. you know, atheism is, you know, that's my platform. They immediately default, which is why it's my favorite argument, is, uh, well, where where we come from? And then you will say something, Big Bang, whatever you're going to yeah. use. And uh, they're going to be like, okay, and then where'd that come from? Right, And therein lies is the moment in which they feel like they have not won said argument.
1: Except, of course, and every child who's ever been in a Sunday school class knows that what you say next to them is, oh, so you're saying that God made everything. God made the Big Bang. God made the uniform. Right. Where did God come from? Boom. It's their own argument. God damn it. Going right back at them. Yeah. I got I
0: to gotta <laughs> use that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, that's like eight-year-old. That's that classic that one. flip-flop. I know. Great. Where did he come from? Yep. And then the answer is always been. Right. So that's what they say. Well, why doesn't that apply to the universe? Well, because it can't. always been. It yeah, can't. See? Nice try.
1: I'm sure people listening to a podcast want to hear about math, but can I give you a, a quick... Because you are pit boss who knows about the odds around gambling.
0: Correct. That so is correct.
1: Just to use a very simple example for the people listening at home.
0: Which is all simple math, by the way, so don't yes. get into anything too crazy.
1: I'm not. <laughs> nothing more crazy It's than just a
0: lot of simple math.
1: One six-sided die. Yeah. Right. You're shaking it up in your so hand. So it's not
0: Dungeons and Dragons for playing. No, we're,
1: we're using the simple yeah. game, Monopoly, Six uh, Craps, Six okay. Side to Die. You have one in your hand. Yes, I You're do. shaking it up. Yep. What are the odds you roll a one?
0: Oh, it's gonna be one out of six. Okay.
1: I hope everyone at home followed that. Yeah. Now, let's say you've rolled it. Yes. It's sitting on the table. Yep. It's there it showing is. a
0: one. Here it is. What
1: are the odds you just rolled a one? A
0: hundred percent.
1: That applies to the universe. Oh, man. The universe already exists. So no matter how improbable what are the odds that this universe would just burst into existence the odds are 1 it's already
0: happened it's already yeah <laughs> the we the definitely odds? we definitely are there yes right
1: let me mention one more and then we'll move towards wrapping up okay this question came up in one of the in the columbus show a couple of weeks ago and one of the things i've also brought up is some under the category of creationism people will talk about just how like how well the world goes together, like men and women mm. go together and- Or the continents, you know, if you they're, look at all the continents, to, like that. Do. So they call that design, the argument from design. Like yeah. The world seems so well-designed, there must be a designer.
0: 100%, right.
1: The world is like a watch, the physics are like a watch. It moves, and so it's- right. Someone designed it a watch, watch. The watchmaker. Yeah. So here's the one problem with that, that you can use to like, at least come back in your friendly debate with your yeah. friends and family. And that is that the world is not well-designed. Because evolution explains our biology and geology
0: explains the earth,
1: it's all chaos and messed up. Our bodies are not well designed.
0: They're evolving and dying off. Yes, they're poorly designed.
1: I mean, eyesight is a miracle. I love being able to see. Yeah. But our eyesight is also crappy. We can only see a very narrow range. We can only see certain colors. Our eyesight fades. Some people are partially or actually blind. So eyesight is actually a, a wonderful, uh, I'll
0: use the lowercase miracle
1: of okay. nature a miracle of nature.
0: Yeah, but it's also not the kind that God did
1: No, because if God did it he really fucked it up.
0: Yeah He would have done it a lot sooner
1: and it uh, would have worked a lot better. You think yes Okay, Like there right now. are nerve endings that go in front of your retina. Yeah interfering That would be like if you built a camera and in the camera had cables hanging in front of the lens <laughs> right. you would fire that person so uh, humans and the world are not really that well-designed. If you, you know, They say stop and smell the roses. Stop yeah. and notice all the flaws. <laughs>
0: right, right. And
1: it's not that well-designed. Yeah. I think Ugh. we're going to have to wrap it up okay. soon.
0: All right, well, thanks for uh, all the donations. I assume that yeah, we, we're probably, we racked, we racked probably up, up, rich. We've up fun. pod points, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of pod points. Yeah. I don't know what they are or how we We just made this? some cash, Absolutely. which is good at this time since I have no you know, job.
1: Gaz, we are broadcasting live. Yeah. but i will turn this into an episode of the podcast mm-hmm. and in that i will put the link
0: <laughs> yeah. for the donation <laughs> okay so you'll be able to donate if you want to listen to this all over again which yeah. i'm sure why wouldn't you and,
1: and well i need the millions of people who listen to it for the first time yeah after it's downloaded
0: yeah and then you guys maybe? can all just donate at that point oh yeah all right well uh, hey thanks for inviting me along and I, yeah i want to thank
1: gaz for being my go- co-host jeff gettert for uh he's my uh co-producer he helps with technical issues and my friend mark bell is an organist whose music is the usual theme music of the show the pod bean platform doesn't allow me to use my own theme music that's why you heard that goofy techno music at the beginning mm. i'm going to play 10 seconds of techno music at the end so it
0: feels like the that's show has favorite. ended that's my favorite kind
1: absolutely and i'm going to thank everybody uh, who's been coming to the live shows and who's listening either to the live broadcast or to this podcast episode uh
0: thank you very much thank you cool
1: Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. You hear that, gas?
0: Yeah, that is nice music. There you go. Are That's happening. Out. People are probably just, probably like 30 people are just jamming out to them.